All right, folks. Week three is in the books in the USL. We'll talk about and recap the match with Sacramento Republic and Tulsa Roughnecks. I have Harold Kuntz on here with from News on Six and NewsOn6.com, and he will give his take on the match. And also, we had lots of USL action. St. Louis, OKC, all in action this weekend. You have MLS, Dallas, Pachuca. We talk about the Champions League. We have a big show. And also, we are a week away. less Actually, less than a week away from US, US Open Cup draw. We'll get into those details, and maybe we'll have a special episode this week. Who knows? And we got a, we had a really interesting phone call uh, from a, a special guest. You'll have to wait to find out who that is. But first, you know what time it is, folks. You got to get inside, get away from the windows, the the get the blankets, the pillows, because it is another time for another episode of the Tornado Alley Sock Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, this is Roger Graham here, Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. Uh, you can catch us on bgn.fm, the Beautiful Game Network. We will have all the content there for you to download and listen at your leisure. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, it is all there for you folks. Uh, we do have, uh, before we get started here, I'd like to... Uh, give a shout out to one of our sponsors here, the Beer Garden Wine and Spirits here in Jinx, Oklahoma. Uh, they are mensjournal.com 2016 best beer store in Oklahoma. 550 different beers in stock. They've basically got any beer you want it, they got it. Come by, they'll take care of you. Also, follow them on Untapped. Be the first to know when they do add new beers. Beer Garden also carries a full selection of wines, spirits to cover all your beverage needs, if you're not a beer person, that is. So come by Jinx right next to um, Louie's in that little shopping center there, right off Riverside. It's on Main Street there, right by the bridge. Can't miss it. Go by, tell in that you heard it here on the podcast. All right, big episode today, and we'll go ahead and break down the Sacramento Republic and Tulsa match. Uh, it ended in a 2-1 uh, defeat for Tulsa, uh, but there's a lot of positives to gain from that match. If you watched the last 10 minutes, uh, it was some of the most exciting soccer I've witnessed as a Tulsa fan, uh, hands down. Very exciting. I thought Christian Maud was going to put that goal in very end of the match. Uh, you know, if you're Tulsa, even if it was a defeat, I don't think it's something you can hang your head. And I think there was more positives that came away from it than negatives despite the result. But anyway, I have Harold Kuntz on, Channel 6, um, sports journalist there for Channel 6 here in Tulsa. He will come by and help break down the match. All right, folks, and that is a final here at One Oak Stadium. Uh, the score is uh, Sacramento 2 uh, Tulsa one and I've got Harold Coons here with uh, Channel Six uh, News on Six. Uh, going to come on. We're going. He's going to come down and help me break down what happened here and transpired at One Oak Stadium. So, how did you how did you feel the match went, Harold? Well, I thought they owned possession in the first half. Uh, they really looked good. Uh, they threatened goal, but they just weren't taking advantage of their chances. I think mm -hmm. uh, the introduction of uh, Mata back in the starting lineup. 
it was a it was a good call by Vajril. The problem with Mata is he just he couldn't produce at the beginning or at the end, which leads to the second half. Sacramento just comes out, get, pretty much presses goal, gets mm-hmm. two goals, and then you know Tulsa kind of played the way they did, they did in the first half when Sacramento set 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 back mm-hmm. and uh, didn't allow them to get on the counter really, except mm-hmm. for really once and attacked, and then they get the goal from uh, Kalistri mm-hmm. off the rebound, but then. Um, Matza with a, a superb chance at the end, and that, that's just that's just that's a real blow for him. You know, he's a Tulsa yeah. guy, you know, a Union guy, a TU guy. It's just a really tough blow for him, and yeah. and to do it, it would have been really cool to do it in front of the rustabouts. But uh, you know, that's that's soccer, and yeah. uh, it's a two-one victory to the to the bad guys. Yeah, and uh, with the two two goals with Sacramento Republic, uh, Sammy Ochoa was on the uh, get two assists tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the first goal, and the first goal he had a, a shot that. Uh, was deflected by Byers, and when Byers came out to make the make the stop, uh, but and then Blackwood was just there for the cleanup duty. So he he kind of poached there and got the goal uh, in the uh, I think it's the fifty something minute. Yeah, it was right there after yeah. halftime. I mean, you, you let a goal in five minutes in first. Mm-hmm. You know, I, really it was three. It was yeah. I think it was forty seventh. And yeah, I mean, you let that happen. You're letting them dictate pace of play. I mean, you don't want to come out of the the halftime locker room. And you know, fall behind the sword quickly, which is exactly sure. what happened. Uh, that being said, in the first half, there are a couple missed opportunities. Right. But it, it, it's unfortunate that Sacramento had to come. I mean, this is a good team. You know, they were gonna sure. they came to play, mm-hmm. and they're a good team, top of the table in the West, and for a reason. And right. they, they're a traditional powerhouse in yep. the USL. Yep. And you have to take advantage of these opportunities. But all in all, I still think the Roughnecks. I mean, it's unfortunate, especially with the first when you know being canceled out because of a sure. forfeiture uh it's unfortunate that you only get three points out of nine when you were the best team easily in two of the first three all right and then in this game i feel like you know you you had a back and forth game to just mental lapses really by the defense mm-hmm. and i mean you, you you see guys like uh i mean bourgeois i mean he did play fairly well yeah but there's some mental lapses uh Kimura wasn't up to his normal standard uh, Ugarte wasn't up to his normal standard, and Corrales was beaten a couple times. So it's it's not necessarily the, the defense the way they backed down. It was just mm-hmm. you know you have to stay up. You know, sure. yeah, no, it's it's a game of anything could happen at any time. Yeah, and it was unfortunate for them that they had some lapses there early in the second half that uh, ended up being their downfall. Yeah, and, and Blackwood made a couple of really good runs, mm-hmm. and I think I made the tweet saying you know he's going to cause problems if we don't lock him down a little bit and he was coming on the wing uh and i, I, th- I think um he was matched up i think uh between uh bourgeois or mm-hmm. yeah. um those guys which was good to... it's a pace for pace yeah battle. yeah mm-hmm. and yeah he he does have some pace mm-hmm. and he's kind of a tall dude too so that creates some problems right there i th- yeah you said earlier it was interesting went with mata instead of Svantessen. Mm-hmm. and then the late sub Brought in Svantessen and, and Ugarte, I believe it was Ugarte, or yes. it was, or no, it was another defender out. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're playing two forwards. Yeah, Ugarte was the first sub out, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, yeah, he came out for um, uh, Dekovic, actually, mm-hmm. who yes. made his debut tonight. Yes. So it looked like Coach Valdirol made a made a tactical change. Yeah, you know, you're going you're going midfielder to forward. You're going mm-hmm. defender to midfielder. But you're, when you bring on uh, Baloo. Uh, you know he was playing for the draw essentially at that point because it was two 0 yeah. So you're playing for the draw at that point, and 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 like they pressed forward in the last sure. ten minutes. They mm-hmm. pressed forward. 
Sacramento could not make a counter even if they tried. Sure. And uh, it, it's just unfortunate that there are a lot of opportunities, and they're going to probably look. I mean, we're looking now. I mean, the shots were 14. You had 14 shots, and I'd say, what, five or six goals were really good chances on goal. Sure. I mean, we had a, we had a glove save by um, uh, I, Boy, I don't want to pronounce it. Ja- Jabubek, maybe. <laughs> I think it's Jakubek. Jakubek. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had a glove. Tough one, he yeah. had a glove save there. Um, I mean, he did pretty good in goal himself. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he great. did. Um, but I mean, you have a glove save. You had uh, a, a shot that goes off the crossboard, but was then you know rebounded into the back of the net. Sure. Um, but just the, the Mata chance is the one that everybody's going to, at least the fans are going to uh, leave yeah. here thinking. It was the last one that too. Was it. Yeah, and, he had that yeah, shot. It's just. You know, you root opportunity, especially when you got to go on the road next, and it's just an opportunity missed. Yeah, and, and speaking of, you have two weeks now mm-hmm. to yeah. kind of regroup, uh, refocus after this uh, match tonight. Do you think that that break comes at a good time? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's time to assess. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's three games. It's an early slate. You know, still very early in the season, but you know, it's always a good time to assess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody gets the off week when they get it. Yeah. So you just do what you do, but. You know, it, it's all you know. You have the pieces in place. Everybody's here now. Yep. Um, you've played three quality opponents. Oh yeah. You know you're more than capable of. You know you have the pieces sure. to the puzzle to make a playoff run. There yep. should be no excuses not to make a playoff run. Yep. And now you got to prepare to take your show on the road. Yeah. So it 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 should be. I mean, you know, you're going to places like Colorado. You're going to Rio. I mean, those are nice. Those are sh- not short trips. No, no, no. <laughs> so especially if you're busing. Yes, yeah, for busing, those are not. I mean, yeah. I'd argue those are worse than trips to the Northwest because at yeah. least in the Northwest you get to fly out there. Yeah. So and you get all three of those games done in basically a week. Right, right, right. Uh, but you, you got your places. You know what you get. I mean, you got uh, Swan Tessin, who's turned out to be an excellent pickup. Yeah. Uh, you know, two goals in the first game, even though there's no goals, but. For our vantage point, two goals in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mata just needs to pick up that confidence, you know, yep. just the, the finishing confidence. Yeah, and it's a tough and, task to yeah. start against this team yeah, tonight. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tough ask, yeah. but, you know, it's perfectly doable. I mean, two, I mean, you leave here, too, too. You're thinking really good about yourselves, and you send a message <laughs> right. to the rest of the Western Conference, too. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you know, it, it, was, it was a good match. Sure. It was overall, it was a good match. I thought I was well played both sides, but you know, just you can't have mental lapses, and, and those are things that you learn more on the road because in the road you really can't have mental lapses because no. teams come out on fire. Yeah. So, yeah. Rio Rio Grande, it was a one nil victory, mm-hmm. and w- we shall see how they turn out there in that uh, brand new stadium. Yeah. Down yeah. there in the Houston Dynamo two. Yep. Which they, at least they gave it a real name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least they're playing not in yeah, Houston. Yeah. You got to give yeah, exactly. them credit on that. That's going to be a tough task. I mean, going down, you want to go to South Texas early. You don't want to go play them in the middle yeah. of the summer when it's 110 degrees no, and there's not. no breeze. You know, it's it's a tough task. So catching them early. Uh, last I checked, they had they were up one nil on tall on a wow, on a Oklahoma City. Let's mm, see. If, energy. Uh, yeah. Let's see if we've got a final on that. Of course, by the time this podcast breaks on Monday, yeah. it'll be a final. Everyone will know. Everyone will know, yeah. but they were leading late on a PK. Uh, let's load her up here. Uh, so with that, uh, let's see. Um, this is great radio, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to leave too much dead air. Yeah, I know. I'll, uh, uh, yeah, so they final was 1-0 Rio Grande over Oklahoma City. So they have a little bit of momentum there. 
coming into that match, going back home. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's it's not uh, that, that match is going to be easy anyway. I don't care if they've lost every game this season. Uh, that match is not going to be easy. And but you have two weeks to prepare, yeah. get kind of uh, heal the wounds, so to speak, and yeah. get back at it. So yeah. Um, well, anyway, I thought I thought Tulsa did a good job trying to make the comeback, like you said earlier, and it just it just wasn't enough. They had you know had some opportunities, but just couldn't connect. Hopefully, with some more uh, team cohesion or whatever, getting getting those working on those crosses. It just seemed like a lot of crosses came in tonight, just weren't connected. Yeah, yeah. But you know, some of those everything's happening so fast that that's hard. I yeah, mean, I mean, when, when you put good guys out, you got good guys out on the wing. I mean, Kafa, I mean, you can't say no, enough uh, about him. Mm-hmm. His corner kicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh. You got to defend them perfectly, or else they're right. in the back of the net, man. He, he's he almost put an Olympico in on yeah. one, one oh, corner yeah. kick. So I mean, he he presses guys really well. I mean, he's he is arguably in the three years of this franchise. I would I would actually argue to say he's the best pickup in the three sure. years. Oddly enough, number two would probably be somebody like Zambi Ochoa, but sure. it's it's uh just just because of all this service he did in the first yeah. two years. But yeah. I mean, I'm I. It's it's impressive enough that, you know, you have a guy with the quality of a, a guy with La Liga experience sure. here playing in, right. in Tulsa. So, that's uh, pretty cool to have. Yeah. And, you know, he, he puts crosses. I mean, and, I mean, you get seven tussin in there. It's like Peter Crouch. You yeah. know, you got the 6'5 <laughs> guy that's just waiting there to head the classic forwards, you know, header goal. Yeah. Um, and he's good with his feet. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, the lineups there, and mm-hmm. and the, and you know the, the the tactics I believe are there. I mean tonight tonight they go with a four five one. Obviously, just kind of the you know they're playing kind of the more team defensive. more than yeah. their own game. Right. Um. I that I think that's probably you know they probably picked up the confidence and changed tactics coming into the second half. That's probably what led to the breakdown. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it's you know the they're they're making the pace of play. I mean they're sure. they're dictating the play when right. they when they're on they're on. They dictate play and. You know they attack goal, they pressure the goal, and at least in the first three games you've seen here, so they they do a good job of of getting to goal too. Right. So and there's not much. I mean, like they they don't like to give away possession. I mean, you see the other teams play; they're quick to the ball, they're mm-hmm. quick to coverage, yeah. and and they play they play uh, you know some very good defense. And the midfielders play good defense. I mean, Jadama, he yep. he's 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 a, he's a stud out there. He, he's yep. he's stopping balls mostly in the middle, but yeah. I mean he he goes both ways. Right or left, so it works away. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Defense, I thought overall did play well. Uh, you know, they had those just kind of those couple couple opportunities. You know, early on in in the in the second half that kind of put us behind. So yeah, I, I think I, you know what I watched tonight. I didn't see Sacramento come in here and just dominate us. No. Uh, there at the first part of the second half, I thought, ooh, yeah. this team's head and tails better than us, but. There, as the game progressed, no, yeah. I don't, I don't I, think I, so. Like, like I've said earlier, I think that was mental lapses more than anything sure. than it was just personnel. So yeah, I mean that's much different than you can say for the last times Sacramento's visit here because I mean they've oh, yeah they've run out of the building. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> the last couple times, so much different here. It would have been, I mean, it would have really been a landmark win, but unfortunately, seem like they just have our just, number, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it has your number. So now, yeah. you, now you make the visit out there sometime late in the season. Yeah, and uh, go out to their fortress of twelve thousand fans. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. You 
know, we we know the USL loves Sacramento Republic, <laughs> which is unfortunate because they might lose them because of MLS. But hey, that's another story for another yeah, day. Yeah, that's a whole other yeah. segment, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Harold, hey, I appreciate you coming on and breaking down the match, and and again here at One Oak Field, the end score is two one to the visiting Sacramento Republic. All right, so let's go ahead and transition from the Tulsa and Sacramento match to the regular other, well, I guess the other USL matches that went on this weekend. Uh, let's go ahead and back up on Tuesday, Orange. Uh, well, let's go ahead. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and talk about Orlando City B over Toronto 3-1 on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, Red Bull New York 2 lost to the City Islanders, the Harrisburg City Islanders at home uh, 1-0. So City Islanders, look at them. Big win there, and and it doesn't get it. Uh, but but the news does not get better for Red Bull New York, too, as they had to play at uh, St. Louis on Saturday. We'll get to that here in a second. But uh, a team that is playing very well right now, Salt Lake, uh, the Real Monarchs of Salt Lake City, 5-3 over Reno. So huge, huge victory there, and the Monarchs are looking good, folks team that uh, Roland Vargas said to look out for, a uh, team that I had picked to make it to the playoffs, and they are proving me right. I don't get right. I'm not right very often, so when I am, I have to talk about that. So, anywho, uh, Friday, uh, Toronto, uh, Toronto FC2 and uh, the Rochester Rhinos in a nil-nil draw. Uh, pretty exciting game there, I'm sure. And then San Antonio FC... One, a one-one draw over the with the switchbacks. Really nice goal by Chris Tierpak in that match. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, you should. Uh, a few other matches: uh, Louisville over the Kickers one-nil at Richmond. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps two beat Sounders two in a score of three-nil in Vancouver. Charleston Battery losing at home. At home to the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. So, a huge win for the Riverhounds. 2-1 uh, victory for those guys. I know the Mongols folks, and I'm sure they are ecstatic. That's a great start for the season for the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Uh, Orange County B, or I'm sorry, wow. Orlando City B uh, and at Charlotte, or I'm sorry, they were home against Charlotte Independence, and that was a 1-1 draw. Tampa Bay Rowdies, nine points through three matches. They take care of business against Ottawa Fury, 1-0. Oklahoma City Energy, let's talk about them just for a split second. So they are struggling right now. One point through three matches. Uh, they lose at home, home opener. They lose to Rio Grande Valley. Had a chance to uh, put a goal away as they had a, a penalty kick. Uh, Jose Betterell, uh just... Missed it, or I guess it was blocked or missed. I'm not sure which one. I haven't gone back to watch replay, but he did miss it. And then uh, Luna for Rio Grande Valley had a PK, and he buried it. So won the match on PKs, Oklahoma City. Uh, Right now looking a little lost at the moment, Uh, one point through three matches. I don't believe they'll stay down there for very long. I think they'll get it going and – have a few matches against some more favorable opponents. Does not start on Tuesday because they will be playing Sacramento. But after that, you'll have a few matches against some more favorable opponents. Get some folks at home, maybe figure out what's going on. I figure they will be back in the mix. But 
usually not known for slow starts. Usually it's the opposite way around. They'll usually start pretty well and then kind of finish the season a little bit, you know, having a little struggles there towards the end of the season. But uh, so we'll see. We'll see if they can get it turned around. Fully expect it, but we'll see. Uh, St. Louis FC 3, New York Red Bulls uh, 2 in that match in St. Louis. Uh, seven points for three matches for St. Louis. So good stuff there. Another thrilling match. Those two really good matches uh, in St. Louis for the past few weekends in the USL. I'm sure the St. Louisans are pretty excited, pretty excited to be right in the mix in the playoff hunt. Uh, Portland Timbers 2 and Orange County. Uh, Orange County victorious in Portland with a score of 2-1. Portland, zero points for the season so far for th- four matches. So not not good news for there in Portland Timbers for the for the two team there. Uh, Phoenix Rising finally first win of the season, first goals of the season over the Los Dos, two one that final, and then uh, here Sunday we already had a match go final happened fairly early. Uh, Bethlehem Steel two and Cincinnati FC zero. So maybe there's some second guessing on whether they should have got rid of John Harks or not. Cincinnati's off to a slow start this season. But we'll see if they can right the ship, so to speak, and get it going. They've just got a lot of talent there, so I don't expect them to be in the cellar for too long. So let's go ahead and just real quick. I know it's so early in the season, but we'll go ahead and take a look at the standings because why not? It's a podcast. We'll do what we want. We'll do whatever I want, right? Uh, the Eastern Conference, Tampa Bay Rowdies on top. The only team with nine points through three ga- three matches. Uh, I don't think they'd be the, they're the only team that's undefeated who've won in every match so far. So Rowdies are looking good. Uh, have six-point goal diff there. Louisville City's right behind them. Seven points through three. Uh, St. Louis, uh, seven points through three. Uh, Louisville does have them on the... Um, uh, goal diff by one goal is three goals, and St. Louis has two. Charleston Battery, six points through three. Rochester Rhinos, four through two. So Rochester has a game in hand. Uh, they can make up some ground there in the standings. Pittsburgh Riverhounds, there you go. Go Hounds. Four, four points through three matches. Red Bull New York, two. Four points through four matches. Orlando City B, four points through four matches. And you have Bethlehem still in 10th place with two matches, but they've got three points. Same thing with the City Islanders. And there's a few other teams there. And then at the very bottom, only two matches they've played so far is Ottawa Fury, who has zero points. Uh, a little bit of a tough transition from NASL to the USL. Let's go to the west side. Sacramento Republic on top. Six-point goal diff. Nine points through three matches. Same for Real Monarchs, except five points on the goal diff. Nine points through three. Uh, San Antonio FC, seven points through three. Swope Park Rangers, who have game in hand. They have only played two, but they've got six points, so they can be easily up there with nine points through three matches if they can get the next win. And I believe they have Sacramento coming into town, if I'm not mistaken. So... Big match there on next Sunday. I think it's next Saturday for that match. Uh, OC, SC there, three points. I'm sorry, six points through three. Switchbacks, five points through three. 
four points for Whitecaps two and Rio Grande Valley has three points. And there's one, two, three, four, five teams that have three points and Tulsa being one of those. But due to that forfeit and then the loss on Saturday, they have a minus three point goal diff. Uh, I just, I mean, if what if, right? So if they, if it's a what if situation, we would be in fourth place. Well, we'd be in fifth place with uh, Swope Park ahead of us. If that, ah, who cares? If and buts, right? So anyway, Portland Timbers too, like I said, uh, four games, zero points, the minus four goal diff. So anyway, that is how it looks in USL. And let's just kind of take a quick gander. Uh, Tulsa is off next weekend, but there will be some matches coming up. And <clears throat> one of the big matches, I'll just briefly talk about uh, Tuesday, Oklahoma City Injury. Uh, wow, Oklahoma City Energy hosts Sacramento Republic. Pittsburgh River Hounds and St. Louis FC. I have a lot of podcast friends that will be very interested in match here on the Beautiful Game Network. Uh, we've got St. Louis uh, Soccer Report, and then you got the Mongols. So I'm sure if you listen to those podcasts, they will be talking to each other and always good good discussions. Always a good time to get talk to some folks at, in the podcast community because we all, we all kind of chat with each other. We have, you know, either on Slack or other chat programs. So we're always kind of bouncing ideas off each other, and it's always good to kind of get the other person on the horn and, and talk and talk shop. So good stuff there. Uh, Rio Grande Valley will be hosting Colorado Springs Switchbacks. And then a few other matches of interest next weekend, Red Bull New York 2 hosting Orlando City B. Uh, here in the west side, well, let's go ahead and say on the east side, Cincinnati hosts St. Louis. And let's see here what else we got. Uh, Louisville City hosts Pan- Tampa Bay Rowdy. So that's probably the first big match of the East uh, so far this season, uh, standings-wise. So that'll be a, probably a match of the week there for the East side. Uh, let's see. Switchbacks host Monarchs. We'll see if Monarchs can continue that run. Swope Park Rangers, like I mentioned earlier, will be hosting Sacramento Republic. So Sacramento Republic, a three-game little road trip there. Tulsa, Oklahoma City. And we'll find it, wrap it up with Swope Park Rangers. And then San Antonio hosts Reno. So Reno's first trip out west or out to the central time zone, I guess. And LA Galaxy 2 hosting the Sounders 2. And, oh, there's a Sunday match too. So I guess there will be a match on um, Easter. Uh, Timbers 2 hosting Whitecaps 2. So there you go. Kind of rounding out the weekend on Easter weekend. A little more of an abbreviated schedule. Not a... A lot of teams, I know there's a lot of teams like to avoid playing on Easter, uh, but there are some matches on that Saturday leading up to Easter. And then we'll kind of briefly talk over MLS just real quickly, briefly, real quickly. Good job, Raj. Um, <laughs> uh, Pachuca and Tigres will be playing in the CONCACAF Champions League final. Shocker to no one. Uh, FC Dallas made it interesting. Made it interesting, but lost on goal diff in the last minutes of the match in stoppage time. Heartbreaking loss for FC Dallas. Gave it a good shot. Came up short. Uh, you know, Vancouver put up a pretty valiant effort at home against Tigres, but uh, Tigres ended up winning 2-1, had the aggregate goals. So they will, at Pachuca, Tigres will be playing in the CONCACAF Champions Final. Uh, and then we'll kind of go through some of the MLS matches. LA Galaxy... Over Montreal Impact 2 0. 
Chicago over Columbus Crew. Second time they've beat these guys. 1-0 was the final. Uh, boy, Dax McCarty's just – I know everybody's talking about Bastion Spinesteiger. I get it. He's the big name, but Dax McCarty was the big pickup for this team. He has been a difference maker, an assist um, on the goal. Uh, Milicek, I believe, who had the goal there for uh, the Chicago Fire – or, I'm sorry, Nikolic. I'm getting my Chicago Fire players and the Lonies mixed up here. <laughs> um Anyways, Dekovich, I don't know who I don't know where I came up with that name. Anyway, so uh, Chicago Fire doing pretty well this season. Uh, they're going to be right in the middle of a playoff hunt, no question. DC United two, NYC FC one. Pretty NYC FC. Wish they could have that one back. Uh, Toronto and Atlanta split honors there, two uh, two draw at Toronto. So Atlanta still continuing their ways. Salt Lake City finally with the big win here at home against the Vancouver Whitecaps. 3-0 is the victory for the Salt Lake, Real Salt Lake. New England 2, Dynamo 0. Uh, I don't think Dynamo's done winning matches or done. No. Well, let me try to say that again. Dynamo is not done losing. <laughs> wow. They're not done winning is what I meant to say. Uh a little bit of a setback there. It's tough in this league going on the road, going cross-country, play matches. So I expect that they will bounce back. It's tough. It's always tough to play on the road. New England's pretty good form right now as well. Philadelphia Union, on the other hand, is not. <laughs> they uh, lost at home to Portland Timbers 3-1. So I know the Suns of Ben cannot be happy with what's going on in Philadelphia at the moment. Uh, FC Dallas 2 Minnesota United zero. Minnesota United is making some moves and trying to keep the games competitive there. That's a tough. I mean, I don't care who you are. It's tough going into Dallas to play because they're just so good. Uh, Quakes and Sounders split one-one draw at uh, at San Jose, and then we do have a Sunday match that's already gone final. Orlando one, New York Red Bulls zero. So Orlando kind of continuing their ways there. And then the other match that has not concluded is uh, Sporting Kansas City home against Colorado Rapids. So we'll just kind of for kicks and grins look at standings here in MLS. Uh, Eastern Conference here. We have Columbus Crew on top with 10 points, which is a little surprising. When I first looked at that, I thought the page didn't load correctly because Columbus Crew has lost two matches to Chicago. So, anyway, Columbus Crew 10 points through uh, six matches. So, oh, that's why they're on top. They've played one more match than everybody else. And Orlando City, SC, nine points through four. Atlanta United, eight points through five. Chicago Fire, eight points through five. They're in fourth place. New England Revolution, uh, seven points through five. Same for NYC FC. And then uh, D.C. United has seven through five, and they're in eighth, and then Red Bull New York in seventh. So Philadelphia Union, two points through five. Uh, not a good start. Not a good start for the Philadelphia Union. Uh, and looking here in the west, the Timbers are on top, 13 points through six. FC Dallas there, second place, oh, 10 points through four. So there's two matches in hand for Dallas to make up some points there for Portland on Portland. Uh, Dynamo, nine points through five. San Jose, seven points through five. Galaxy, six through five. Sounders, six through five. 
Sporting Kansas City has six through four. And, of course, like I said, that one match has not concluded with the uh, the Rapids. So, uh, yeah, so there you go. It's still a little early. But, again, six teams make the playoffs. So, right now, we'll kind of keep more tabs on that as the season progresses. But it's always good to look at that and kind of kind of talk about it. You know, you want to be in the mix. You don't want to be, you know, two points through five or four points through six, you know, like Minnesota United is. Uh, so, but anyway, so good, good stuff there on the MLS schedule. And also huge week this week is something that I personally love probably more than anything in any sport. This is the first two, three rounds of the U.S. Open Cup. Now, you get to the where it's all MLS, I don't really care anymore. It's just not interesting because it's just MLS teams playing each other. But when it's when it's the Kitsap Pumas, when it's uh, the Long Island Rough Riders, when it's, you know, Des Moines Menace, Tulsa, you know, Tulsa Athletic, uh, Des Moines Miss, I already said Des Moines Menace, uh, Wichita FC, those, that's when, to me, this thing is exciting. So what I've done, I uh, tweeted out this open invitation. Any team. I, I have a couple teams I've already talked to, and I'm going to bring them on the show. If I can get enough people that are interested in coming on the show, and I mean more than one or two teams, I'm going to talk to quite a few. If I can get, I don't know, one, two, three, four. If I can get four teams committed uh, to coming on the show and talking U.S. Open Cup, I'll do a special open cup version of the show this week, midweek. Not, not, you don't have to wait till Monday. If I can get, a, if I can get four or five teams that are interested in coming on, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll open it up and we'll do a special episode this week. But if I don't, if I don't get a lot of interest or they have a hard time scheduling something, you know, I know midweek schedule's tough. Their draws on Wednesday, but if I can get a, if I can get, like I said, four or five teams that are interested in coming on the show, you know, we'll, 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 we'll knock it out Wednesday evening, Thursday, whatever. And we will try to put out a special episode this week. But if I only get a couple teams, we'll just wrap it up for Monday's show. And, and because the Roughnecks will not be playing. So either way, I may just do it for Monday. But if we do get enough and I can pull it off, it's going to be tough because it is midweek. But if not, if we can, I'll, I'll see if we can get that going for thursday or friday so you don't have to wait till monday because to me this is the most exciting thing about soccer in the united states period bar none so anyway so we'll go ahead and transition over and uh well hang on a sec folks i think i'm getting a phone call all right hey folks we are getting a phone call i'm in the middle of recording but somebody's calling me let, let me go see who this is um Hi, this is Roger. Who is this? Hello, is this is this Tornado Podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. What, what's going on? Who is this? Uh, I hear Siren uh, call you about Tornado. Uh, tor- correct. <laughs> uh, are you under a tornado warning? Or do you are you are you okay? No, 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 not okay. Siren is blaring in front of my house. Oh. Yeah, you should, uh, well, is it, is there a torn, where, where, where are you, who are, who is this? This is Lawton Ibrahimovic. 
Did you say Zlatan? No, no, you imbecile. Lawton. <laughs> Lawton, like L-A-W-T-O-N? Yes, yes, of course. How else? <laughs> okay, are, are you kin to the famous Zlatan, or is this... Yes, yes, very close, very close. His sister had a son who married a lady. The lady had a kid with a mailman produce Lawton, myself. Oh. Very close, very close ties. All right. Same (laughs) hair, same hair, same jawline. How about soccer skills? Yeah, both same kind of soccer player? Of course. Came all the way over here to play for Rio OKC. Uh, Wait, did you say Rio OKC or Rio Vallecano? Rio Okay, see. Okay, see. Uh, man, I got I got some bad news for you. Uh, they're not around anymore, man. Okay, just like you know everything, Mister Mister Tornado Siren with the podcast. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. When I lead America in headers, I will prove you wrong. <laughs> Well, uh, you need to find a team to play for, I think. Or are you American? Or did are you born? You said you're born like your mailman was your dad, but but you're kin to someone from sweet. I'm I'm confused, man. Just are you from the United States or or no? Americans are such imbeciles. <laughs> of course, I'm from Sweden. Okay, so you have like a dual citizenship or something like that, or are you just here to play, teach us how to play soccer? I'm here to teach the American people how to play soccer, or which you guys so hilariously renamed from football. Well, yeah, it's 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 one tomato, tomato. I mean, you know, whatever. Well, so if you're not going to, well, you're supposed to play for Rio OKC, but they don't have a team, so I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Then I guess I will train very hard and get my agent. will call Real Madrid. You've heard of them, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Yes, that will be my next step. <laughs> so you went from Rio OKC to Real Madrid. Okay. No, no one puts boundaries on Lawton. Nobody. Well, do you? Who do you think right now? Do you, have you been watching much of the USL? Yes, yes, I've had a lot of time. <laughs> okay, so who are some good strikers in the USL right now? If only I could pronounce his name, Ochoa. Uh, Sammy Ochoa. Yes, yes, I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you didn't say your name. Because I'm not in the USL. Okay. Okay. I was I thought you'd say something about how you would compare. Well, I do not compare. You asked me the best striker that's playing. Uh-huh. I do not compare myself to humans. I am a lion. <laughs> a lion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh Oh, 
Well, what do you think, man? Do you, who do you think is going to win the USL this year? Whatever team signs me to a contract. Okay. <laughs> well, right now, I think most teams going to have their contracts signed. I think uh, uh, Arizona, uh, Phoenix Rising, they're talking about bringing on uh, DDA Drogba. Do you, do you think uh, you might have a place on that team? Drogba couldn't even tie my shoes for me. Oh, he couldn't? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, uh, I, I don't know what I owe the pleasure, but, uh, but uh, uh, thank you for uh, coming on and, uh, and talking. Look, look, look. I got iTunes. I get your number. I call because I hear siren coming uh-huh. in my house. Yeah. That's why I call. <laughs> you probably need to actually, you know, I always tell everybody you have to get the blankets and the pillows and you have to get away from the interior walls. And so you've done that at least, right? Have you gotten to the basement or anything like that? Yes, yes. Okay, well then you're good, man. Just just hang tight there, all right? <laughs> and, and just wait for your agent to give you a phone call, all right? Uh, you'll, you'll be fine, man. You'll be all right. All, all right, thank you. Thank you for wasting my time. Thank you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, I, I guess that phone call's over. Uh, thank you, uh, Lawton Ibrahimovic, I guess, if that's your real name, for uh, calling in. Oh, man. You never know what you're going to catch on this show, right? <laughs> okay, well, um, I don't even know how to get back to the program after that. That was, that was great. Actually, you know what? I'll just go ahead and just wrap the show up after that after that call. But anyway, uh, special thanks to Harold Kuntz and uh, Lawton Ibrahimovic uh, for being guests on the show today. Again, Beautiful Game Network is where you can find the podcast, uh, bgn.fm, and you can simply click on the uh, Tornado Alley podcast icon, and you can subscribe to uh, wow, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, uh, that's where you can find us and subscribe. Uh, please make a comment. Give us a good rating. I would love it dearly. And that is all the time we have today. Uh, this week, uh, if we get enough folks, we'll have a special podcast for the U.S. Open Cup. But if not, we'll go ahead and wait till the weekend and drop that for Monday. And again, Tulsa is off this week. And like always, folks, everyone have a great week. God bless you. Talk to you soon.